Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Peckham Podcast, your home for all things UIW athletics, and in particular this week, UIW football. So today, guys, we are going to be looking at the upcoming matchup against Nichols, talking a little bit about how Nichols is doing this year and um, kind of what we can expect from this team in this game. And uh, this will be a little bit of a shorter ga- uh, shorter podcast this week as we are just going to do a little recap of last week's and look forward to, um, to this week's game. And then maybe at the end we'll do some previews of FCS games happening around the, uh, the FCS. So we'll look at all of that. So UIW, uh, we are just coming off of a interesting uh, week when we played the Battle of the Birds against Lamar. And so this this was an interesting game for us and was one that I was looking forward to seeing because Lamar is a team that came into this game red hot. Lamar was, um, they were putting up good numbers on offense. Their defense was known for being pretty stout. They were, they were a pretty good all-around team, still are. Um, but, you know, this is, this is one of those things where UIW's defense was really able to shine and hold a high-producing Lamar offense to just seven points on the game. Um... Robert Coleman, the quarterback for Lamar, uh, went 11 of 25 for 200 yards and one interception in passing. So we really did a good job shutting down uh, the passing game for them and uh, you know reducing Coleman's numbers, which is no easy feat. Uh, and then um, also on rushing, we were able to reduce the numbers too, uh, holding Kalen Griffin uh, on, uh, on 16 carries to 50 yards. And um, so we know we did a pretty good job here, kind of holding, uh, you know, holding everyone uh, kind of accountable, right? Uh, Cameron George, the um, the other QB for Lamar, uh, went one of one for seventy five. So yeah, that was a big play, one TD from him, uh, but the only TD of the game for Lamar. So Lamar uh, came out, you know, looking to uh, make a mark, and especially with the new head coach who we mentioned uh, last week. And, and kind of show up in front of their home crowd over in Beaumont. And uh, UIW stuck to the script. Uh, no Calzada uh, yet. We had Richard Torres uh, in for that game, who has been lights out for UIW, 24 of 37, 307 yards, two TDs. Uh, just amazing all around uh, from Torres, uh, who is a transfer from Nebraska. Uh, so he, he did great, or, or, you know. And, you know, we've had a pretty uh, good, good, um, balance as far as uh, rushing as well, right? So um, we had Isaiah Robinson, 22 carries for 64 yards. DeKalen Taylor, 12 carries for 83 yards, um, uh, uh, um, you know. And then uh, for receiving, we had Brandon Porter. Again, our superstar over here, Brandon Porter, six receptions for 101 yards. And then the uh, the transfer, again, from uh, Texas A&M originally, Caleb Chapman, uh, six receptions uh, from uh, for 87 yards. So really, really good to see it. Uh, the two TDs, uh, one uh, was by uh, Brandon Porter, uh, and then uh, Marquez Perez as well, uh, who went two of 38. Uh, in last week's game. So, you know, good game to see. I was happy, again, with with our defense. When we talk about UIW, and this is not a team normally that anyone thinks of as being a defensive team in previous years, but this year, we are a very good defensive team, right? And so we come into this, and when we're looking at Nichols over here, Nichols is another good defensive team, right? Very, very good defensive team. And so, It'll be the battle of the defenses uh, this week, and that's going to be the story of the game, 
That's going to be the story of the game here, battle of the defenses, and we'll see how we are able to to um, to, to kind of fare here against a very very stout Nichols defense, right? Uh, so so yeah, um, UIW's defense right allowed about about fifty or fifteen point eight points per game this season on average, which is pretty dang good. Um, and and uh, they haven't allowed a defense to score or, or uh, they haven't allowed an opponent to score more than twenty six points in a game. Uh, and so that these are huge stats for our defense. Again, I'm really happy uh, with the play of our defense. But this will be a big test because um, defense has been key to the Colonel's success this year. Uh, you know, I'm, look, I'm looking at this article right here. Going to give some shout outs uh, to articles like we always do, um, especially those that mention UIW. Just very happy to shout them out here, right? Uh, so. One of my favorite magazines is Dave Campbell's Texas Football. I look forward to it every single year. Um, and they put out a, a really good article you can check out. Um, and they call this the non-FBS game of the week, right? UIW hosting Nichols. And, you know, one of the things we talk about is that, and it's been the talk over the past week, has been the chance, the fact that this is a chance to clinch the third straight Southland title, this game right now. Uh, that with the uh, Northwestern State uh, demons canceling the rest of their season. Um, I mean, it's, it's really shaken up the Southland Conference here. And so because of that, UIW does have a chance to clinch the Southland Conference, uh, you know, really title here. And what we're looking at here, guys, I mean, th th this is a pretty big deal, right? So if we're able to get this victory and uh, if we're able to close out against Nichols, um, you know, one of the things that that's going to be on the table here is the potential to host two playoff games at Benson Stadium. There'll be an option to still host one if if we lose. You know, we we don't want that to happen. Ideally, you want to get two games hosted um, at Benson and get a lot of fans out there for that. Um, and that'll just play into our home field uh, advantage on that. I know we'll be able to get Benson rocking uh, if we're able to do that, but. Again, um, one of the things that you know that we have to do to get there is just beat Nichols, right? And that's easier said than done, right? Let's. Um, so uh, there are a few keys here, right? Um, and there are a few um, you know keys uh, to win the game for UIW. The first is obviously we need to have our defense come out swinging and play as we've been playing over the past, well, the whole rest of the season, right? Uh, we need our defense to be keyed in and to be there. And um, we, we got to get some picks. We have to force some fumbles. And on the offense, we have to not be turning that ball over, right? Um, so, you know, I've been very impressed with Torres uh, over the past uh, few weeks. And, and you know, he, he's been someone who's, you know, very consistent and comes in. You know, hopefully he keeps that up. That's where we have to see consistent QB play. Now, I'm not sure if it's going to be him uh, or Calzada. Um, so we'll wait to see what happens, right? And uh, again, this is a little bit of a later uh, podcast episode, so we'll, be, we'll know pretty soon uh, whether or not it will be Calzada or Torres. But either way, guys, I feel pretty comfortable. Um, yes, you know, I'd like to have Calzada back in the game. I think it'd be good to have our starting quarter, uh, quarterback back in. And so we'll see, uh, you know, uh, what happens there, but we got to have consistency, you know, and, you know, no turnovers in this game as little as possible. So that's going to be uh, huge for, uh, you know, for UIW, whoever is starting. So, yeah, um, you know, but Nichols, this team that's coming in here, they are no slouch, right? So Nichols is going to come in here and they're going to be playing uh, at a very uh, high level, right? So uh, Nichols, 
just came off of a uh, their last game against Southeast Missouri State, uh, four and four team. Uh, they lost thirty five to thirty one um, uh, in uh, at Nichols, and um, and so they they are they're kind of struggling here, right? This is this is a kind of a must win game for Nichols here, right? And uh, this is a game that you know. So Nichols quarterback Pat McQuaid uh, played very well against uh, uh, SEMU, and you know he went twenty six of fifty three, right? Could have done a bit better in his completion rate, but but for three hundred and forty five yards and two TDs. So this is a pretty lights out offense as well. Um, and so I'm going to look forward to seeing what he does. And our defense is going to have to creep up here and stop him because he's been putting up some major numbers all year. Uh, Jalen Spears. Uh, looked, you know, looked to him to be targeted a bunch during this game, um, and you know, uh, we got to force some ints here as well, right? This is where our defense is going to come in, and so I'm gonna be very interested to see, uh, you know, what they do, right? So, um, yeah, three forty-five yards, twenty-six fifty-three, two TDs, one interception in the last game. And then uh, on the rushing side, Colin Guggenheim is a, is a name you're going to be looking for. 16 carries for 68 yards, average of 4.2. Uh, but they also have Jalen Spears uh, as well, um, who went 5-19. Um, and uh, both Guggenheim and Spears had one TD uh, in that game. So, there was a, I mean, it's a pretty high-scoring game um, uh, against SEMU. So, you know, looking to see... Uh, how they're going to do there in the Southland uh, Nichols had their game against Northwestern State canceled um, and then before that they ha- uh, uh, they played Houston Christian 138 to 7 they beat McNeese 31 to 10 so and that that's a team of course who we struggled with a few weeks back um, but again we were plagued by injuries uh, you know and that, that's going to be a struggle for any team that's for, you know facing a lot of injuries and players out. And then, um, let's see, and then, so yeah, and, and then to begin, they lost 36-7 to Tulane in, uh, in their FBS matchup, and then um, also 40, uh, 41-6 against TCU, um, and before that, 38-24 to to Sacramento State. Uh, we all remember Sacramento State from last playoffs uh, playoff season. So, yeah, you know, if we were able to get our offense going, you know, there's not going to be you know, that many, and, and up to this point, you know, I think we're able to rely pretty much on our defense, but our offense is going to have to put up some really good numbers and, you know, really commit and, you know, have some good red zone play. And that's an area that we're going to need to see improvement on. We're going to need it to, when we get in that red zone, we're going to have to uh, to score because Nichols is a team that has a great defense. So whenever we get there, we're going to need to have that happen, right? Um, and, and we're going to need to make those scores there. So anyway, um, that's something that we're going to need to to kind of um, see in this game. So anyway, I, I feel like we're going to be able to get it done, right? So um, uh, earlier I was talking about the game against, or the, uh, the article by Dave Campbells, and Dave Campbells called UIW winning by a touchdown. Um, on this game here, I'm going... To say, I'm gonna you know uh, I think UIW is gonna win. We're always gonna be a homer for UIW here, but on this game here, I'm going to say that UIW is gonna win, and I'm gonna say by I'm gonna say by a touchdown as well. I think that's a really good call. I'm gonna go with that. 
Um, and, you know, it's going to be a hard-fought game. I don't see it. It's hard to see a, a whole bunch of scores. This shouldn't be a high-scoring game with two stout defenses like this. Uh, I'm going to go 21-14 UIW uh, over Nichols. That's going to be my prediction, right? Um, you know, Nichols is going to look to have a lot of turnovers. We have to stop those turnovers, like I said. Um, and, you know, whichever QBs in the game, that's going to be on them to do, right? Uh, read those plays, make those calls, you know, and uh, and it's also, you know, on the offense as well to, to you know, make some calls that really take advantage of the defense's uh, holes. So look to have uh, Brandon Porter to have a, a big game as well. I think he's going to do very well in this game, and I we, we need him to do well. So anyway, um, so this is going to be an interesting game. Again, a chance to host two playoff games at Benson. So never want to pass up the opportunity to have two games hosted. Um, and, you know, it, uh, it's, one of, it's one of these games where this is a chance for us to really kind of... Uh, to really kind of gauge where we're at in terms of of strength of schedule, right? Because that's been a huge critique of UIW is that, you know, our strength of schedule. But Nichols isn't a slouch, right? Nichols is a good team with a good defense, uh, a stout defense, and a, and, and a very productive offense. So if we're able to put up some good numbers against them, I really expect for us to, to uh, you know, this, this will be a good litmus test for our team. So... Um, let's, let's go ahead and yeah, I, I call UIW winning by seven, 21, 14 UIW over Nichols, right? Let's look for a defensive game to happen here and yeah. All right. So other games to look at, uh, around the FCS, uh, again, I'm looking over at this article here by the analyst.com. We love our friends at the analyst. Um, so we have North Dakota state number 11 at number one, South Dakota state, I'm going to go with South Dakota State in this. Um, you know, they've been unstoppable this season. North Dakota State is not the North Dakota State that we are used to seeing. Again, this is a rivalry game, though. You know, this, this is a rivalry game. I'm not going to count out, um, you know, uh, the Bison here. But South Dakota State has been on fire, and I don't see that slowing down anytime soon. Um so, yeah, South Dakota State, I'm going to go. You know, we're talking about FBS comparisons. I would say South Dakota State's like the Georgia. North Dakota State's like the Alabama at this point. Um, you know, both very stout programs. But uh, I really think that South Dakota State's going to be able to pull that out. They have been unstoppable uh, recently. So definitely looking for one there. Um, let's see. We have number two, Furman. Uh, at number 14, Chattanooga, or, or again, our, our friends over at Furman, uh, who we hosted last year. Um, so Furman comes into the 7-1, 5-0 against number 14, Chattanooga, 7-2, 6-1. Yeah, give me Furman on this as well. Uh, again, I think the analyst is, it has a really good uh, system here, and they call Furman on this. I'm going to go with them. They have been, uh, you know, unstoppable, uh, you know, on the run and the pass. Uh, it's been a very, a very, very balanced offense. So I'm going to go with Furman on that one. South Dakota, number nine at number 10, Southern Illinois, the Salukis, right? Two, six, and two teams here battling. Um, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with South Dakota on this. I'm, uh, and, and, you know, I've been impressed with them this season and I'm going, yeah, I'm going to go with South Dakota. I have a good feeling about them for this game. So then we have number seven, Sacramento State, at number four, Montana. Um, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Sac State in this Big Sky matchup here. Uh, again, I'm I, you know I'm pretty impressed with uh, with Sacramento State uh, this season as well. Always have a pretty uh, good offense, and this season has been no exception. So yeah, I'm gonna go Sac State on that one. All right. Um, you know that's that's about all I'm gonna call for this week. Um, you know I'm looking at some numbers here, uh, and, I, and I just happen to see this on the analyst as well. So active consecutive appearances in stats perform FCS top 25. Uh, look at this. Uh, so 183 North Dakota State, 155 South Dakota State, 38 Montana Montana State. Uh, they're tied there for that. And then 34 UIW. Look at us right above Sacramento State at 31 and Delaware, Delaware at 24. So awesome. Uh, you know, I'm again. I always say that I came from a UIW program. Uh, that was just building up. I, went, I saw us go from Division Two to D One uh, FCS, and you know, began achieving some success there. And so, this, you know, I'm always just happy to be here. Very happy to see the amount of press and attention that UIW is getting. Um, even a few weeks back, when UIW uh, had their um, their hoodie worn by uh, Stanford Steve on College Game Day, really cool seeing the brand recognition of UIW growing and the legacy of the word uh, just enduring. So that is, that's been really, really cool. Um, again, guys, this is homecoming week. Um, unfortunately, I won't be at homecoming this week, but if you get a chance to make it out, there are some great events happening um, in San Antonio at the word. So if you get a chance, return to the nest. Uh, check out our friends at Forever First as well out there, and uh, you're, you're guaranteed to have a good time. Uh, so... That'll about do it for this week. I hope you all uh, have a good rest of your day and rest of your week. And until next time, go Cardinals.